Welcome to Profoundly Pointless. My name is Nick Vinzant. Coming up in this episode, shadows and some bad vegetables. So I started when I was a kid because we don't have electricity or electric power in our house. So it became my entertainment. It's just like, boom. That's why my name is Boom Shadow is because the idea is like always hitting me, boom. And then I just make it. I just make the shadow. Even if it's on the left, on the right, it's about knowing your angles, knowing where you put your hands in the shadows, in the light to you know project the perfect shadow. I want to thank you so much for joining us. If you get a chance, subscribe, leave us a rating or a review. We really appreciate it. It helps out the show. But more than anything else, we just like hearing from people. It's been fascinating to read the comments, hear your guest suggestion, topics that you want us to discuss. I think the show is just so much better when we have more feedback and more people involved. So if you have a comment or anything like that, we're on social media. You can leave a comment in the app that you're listening to. And we also have a voicemail set up, 316-519-7719. I know that's not an easy number to remember, but it's in the episode description just in case. So our first guest creates incredible art and has become incredibly popular using nothing but his hands and a light source. This is shadow artist Philip Galit, better known on social media as Boom Shadow Ace. One quick technical thing, we recorded this episode while Philip was in the Philippines, so the connection is a little bit spotty. We did the best that we could, Philip did an amazing job, there's just a few places where it ducks in and out a little bit. How did you start doing this? So I started when I was a kid because we don't have electricity or electric power in our house. So it became my entertainment. Since I was a kid, we're very poor. We don't have appliances or television to enjoy with. We don't have phones. So it's kind of my, uh, uh, kind of my comfort. Did you really enjoy it? Or was it like, this is kind of the only thing that I have to do? I kind of enjoyed it because it's actually uh, our playtime with my cousins, with my siblings. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Were you good at it? Like, did people say like, wow, you are naturally talented at this? Or did you just practice and practice and practice? I did practice and practice. And here in our country and in my neighborhood, I was actually not that uh, appreciated by my talent because you know sometimes they said it's actually easy to do but yeah i just keep practicing and practicing and searching for other stuff and other uh, you know music to do the trending songs and tiktok trending songs and social media to do something like kind of different from the other shadow artists or the shadow art that we are doing when we're kids so they, I prove them wrong that it's actually really good and it's actually really amazing to do this kind of shadow art. And, and you kind of talked about this, right? Like, do you consider this to be kind of an art form? Yes, it is. It's it's actually hard to do because you need to have you know the brains. You need to have you know the idea. You have to be smart if you want to engage 
and the people to encourage watch you like you need to be intelligent you know like i feel like everybody's done this right like make the bunny on the wall right how do you kind of come up with all of the different ways to do it because i can think of about three things that i could make right like i can do the bird and the bunny but you've got like a, a menagerie of things like how did you come up with all of them i actually don't know how i did it i just i know i'm just imagining and thinking what to do since i am actually uh, looking always for the trending music and songs in social media uh just a story my first uh dance video application in hand shadow was the gangnam style of sai because you know it's actually very viral it's a phenomenal song and i made that just you know just listening to the beat of the music and uh you know uh making my fingers move through it feeling the music and then it's just like boom that's why my name is boom shadow is because the idea is like always hitting me boom and then i just make it i just make the shadow i guess what's the more difficult part right like your brain getting your fingers to move or your fingers keeping up with your brain if that makes any sense right like i guess the idea that i'm saying like is it harder to come up with the idea or is it harder to make the idea happen the most difficult part is thinking because it actually hurts my brain <laughs> thinking of what to do and you know since since many of uh, the people are like looking for that and expecting more expecting great things for the shadow art i'm actually you know uh thinking about is it is it okay is it like is it enough to uh, to amaze the people so you know we look at it tiktok you have 2 million followers roughly when did you kind of start posting when did it really get going okay so i just posted a video my first video on tiktok like the shadow hand video with a trending song here in the philippines entitled paro parji it's like about a butterfly and it's actually very popular here really popular in the philippines that song and i'm just like um i'm lying in my bed and then i'm always scrolling on tiktok like watching things watching random things on tiktok and i was like uh should i try to do like my talent here in tiktok and then i just tried to do it uh actually it's uh last february this february 2022 i just started february 2022 and after a month i got a million followers because of that video i what was that like right like going from nothing then all of a sudden boom basically it was actually shocking cuz you know i just you know i just made a video uh that night and then i just like put it there and i was just like nothing to me like it's just you know i just try i don't expect things from it i will just try to do this thing and then in the morning when i woke up and opened my tiktok applications it got this 100,000 hearts already 100,000 likes already and i was shocked and it got a million views in just a short 
amount of time. And it's like, I was shocked, like, oh my God, is this like really, really good? I just, I just did it last night and I wasn't expecting anything like this. So I was really shocked. I told my mom and my dad to look at my TikTok to my cousins, like, look, my TikTok just like boom in just in just 12 hours and i was like it was really amazing as has it kind of changed things for you right like can you make a living off of this it's it actually uh the reason why i graduated in college performing this kind of art like is this the plan for you kind of moving forward like i will my career so to speak is going to do this or are you going to kind of do it on the side or what's kind of your and then i tried to join asia's got talent season three this 2019 and i got the golden buzzer and i became a grand finalist and a fourth runner up of the show and then after that many doors opened many opportunities opened and i was invited to different countries like china indonesia um, malaysia other countries to perform but pandemic happens so it stopped my dreams just stopped because of, of pandemic because it is actually prohibited to do uh like events and mass since my career stopped i just you know stay in our house and open a small business a cake business or pastry business i actually also did decorate cakes you know that there's obviously nothing you can do about it, right? Like the pandemic affected people all over the place. But what was was that crushing in any way that right this dream of yours is happening and then it just stopped? Yes, it is actually crushing. Since uh, the pandemic started, all of my flights were canceled. That is the reason why I earned money and. It's difficult for us because our savings get fewer and fewer. Man, that's so tough, right? I guess, how do you even do it? You just got like a light and your hands and that's it? Or like, what do you, how do you do it? Uh, I'm just doing those things in our kitchen. So I just using flashlight and put it on the counter of our kitchen and doing the stuff on the wall. It's not in a studio. It's not on a big place or like an air-conditioned place that I am making the videos, but it's in our kitchen. So for one of your videos that you make, like how long will it take you to do it? How many tries before you kind of get it right? What's that process? So I actually, you know, practice it uh, for a little while. Because if I have the idea in my mind, I actually just do it in just a one, just just one take. And since my hands are like, you know, I do that kind of thing for for about five to seven years. And it's like it's it has its own life. It's like I'm just putting my hand on the on the light and it it moves by itself. It's just muscle memory at this point, right? Like you just yeah. know how to do it. Are you like, obviously this has, you know, become very popular for you, but when you look at it yourself compared to other people who do it, like, are you, and all humbleness aside, like, are you better at it than other people or to kind of just the world 
intersect so that you became popular for doing it? Like would other people who do it look at you and see like, oh man, he's good. Actually, I'm not, you know, I will not say that I am the best one who uh, did this shadow art because I actually have, you know, have an idol in doing this in YouTube. Like I actually admire him for doing like amazing forms of shadow art on YouTube. I always watch his videos on YouTube. But I think my edge to them is that I know my audience, like it's, it's a generation of trending songs and music. Like, you know, everybody wants to enjoy. Everybody wants to have fun. And I think that is what I am giving to them. And that is my edge for others. Since other shadow artists just do some kind of animals, like jungles, forests, like the sad stories. And then I changed that. I changed that thing. And I think that is my advantage to them. I know my audience. I know this generation. Has anybody ever, you know, look, like I'm imagining my dad. And maybe it's a different culture, different upbringing, whatever. But like I'm imagining my dad being like, what are you doing, son? Go get a job. Right? Did anybody ever try to dissuade you from this and be like, ah, he's doing his shadow puppets again or his shadow? Right? Did anybody ever say, like, come on, man, do something else? Um, actually, uh, that is actually the part that I am lucky with because my parents is a very supportive parents. I, they are my assistants, actually, my mom and my dad. We went to different countries. I went to different countries with my mom and my dad because they are my assistants. Like my father is holding the flashlights and my mom is handling me the props that I need to use. And it's actually like, you know, I'm always saying that Shadow Ace or Boom Shadow Ace is not only me, but Boom Shadow Ace is my whole family because they are all very supportive. Like I'm, I'm doing this for a living. And... Uh, I'm helping a lot of my cousins right now, my cousins and my parents to pay some bills. And it's actually paying the bills, like my our electric bill. I'm paying our electric bills. And then I'm giving like money to my to my cousins who are, you know, taking up college courses. I am very happy because they are always there for me. That's why I am paying and giving them back. What are they give, what they gave to me? Are you ready for some harder slash listener submitted questions? Yes. <laughs> are you right or left-handed? Does that matter? Actually, I'm a right-handed person, but it's not um it doesn't matter because it's actually not your hands, but it's also, you know, knowing your angles. Even if it's on the left, on the right, it's about knowing your angles, knowing where you put your hands in the shadows, in the light to, you know, project the perfect shadow. That So it's not, it's, it's not just like how you're moving your fingers and hands around. It's the distance from the light that you are. Yes. Oh, I never thought of it that way. Like, do you, is there anything unique about your hands or fingers? Like you've got, the perfect length, your fingers are longer or shorter or something about your hands that like 
oh, he's got an advantage, right? Like if I think my hands are like it's more flexible, like doing stuff like this. Yeah, I can't do that. It's just like my hands are fast. Oh God, they are and, fast. Yeah, and actually, Holy. it's it's actually small. I think it's small for me. Yeah, but your hands, you can, I mean, looking at them, like they're, they seem to be much, much more dexterous than my hands, I feel like. Like I can't move my fingers around the way that you can. Hmm. Does this translate then to any other like your penmanship is perfect? I don't know. But is there anything else that you've ever noticed in your life that you would be like, wow, I'm really good at this because of my shadow art? I am, uh, before I became a shadow artist, I was actually, um, you know, an, an artist, like, like painting, like I actually love painting. And um, if there's like a, a thing that you, you can do with your hands, I actually excelled from some of it. Like I play the guitar, I actually play the piano, I actually decorate cakes, like I told you. It's all about, you know, when it's when you're talking about art, like painting, doing paper mache, doing pots, I actually know how to do it. Because I think my hands is it's born and it's made for art. Hardest shape to make, easiest shape to make. Okay. So the hardest shape to make, I guess, was the the person's face. Like you know, you, ha- you need to consider and think that it needs to be like, like human-like. Like you have to put the nose, the mouth, how it talks, how it opens its mouth. And actually, we, don't, we also need to know the different kinds of hairstyles, of, uh, hair, of head accessories, like the hats, the hairs. And... I think the easiest one was the you know the bird because every everything can do yeah the bird like I <laughs> I can do right like the bird everybody can do the bird. Do you find yourself just walking around making shadow art in random places? Like you see your shadow everywhere. Like do you ever just find yourself like walking down the street making shadow art? Not because I actually have this. I actually have this very low self-confidence and when I was uh, out when I was you know walking down the street I actually don't uh, like to talk to other people because I am actually shy I'm a shy person I have a very low self-confidence that's why I think this kind of talent this shadow art talent gave to me because you know my face is not seen <laughs> and it, it's I'm actually comfortable with it if my image is not seen by the people because you know like I told you I am not really confident with how I look and I actually don't you know do this thing outside just here inside our house because I'm actually shy and you know I have doubts in myself that even I did that outside here in our town, they will not be amazed by it. And so, you know, it hurts for me as an artist because all I want to, to feel was to feel, 
to be appreciated by them. If you were going to like teach me how to do something, what would be something that you could teach me how to do? What do you like to learn? I like mountains. How can I make a mountain? Like just like this? How would I make a mountain? No, you need to just like do this. Can you see this? This one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You just need to put it. Uh, since we're talking always about the distance and the angle of, you know, your hands on the light. So you just need this one to be uh, the closest one in the light. So it will look big. And the other one, this one, just put it in front of it and not too close to it. So it will have like dimensions, like there are small mountains and there is big mountains. I guess, you know, when I think of you doing it, I'm just imagining like, like the flashlights here and you're just right like that. I never thought of the depth, the depth yes. aspects of it and how that would change. Yes, actually many of the, many of many people actually, uh, especially here in our county and in our town saying that it's, it, it's easy to do, but they don't know different factors you have to consider when making it. Like you have to know the depth you have to know the angle. You have to get the right light to do the thing, the right lenses for your light, for your light source. And then the props, the distance of the props to your hand. It's actually not that easy to do, but you know. Yeah, I could absolutely see that, right? Like watching some of those things and be like, I could do that. And then you try to do it. And you're like, oh, it's like a golf swing, right? Like anybody can swing a golf club. But to do it well, like, oh, that's a whole nother, that's a lot yes. more complicated than you think it is. Um, that's pretty much all the questions I got, man. What's kind of coming up next for you? Where can people find you? That kind of stuff. Okay, so they can follow me in my, especially my TikTok account at Boom Shadow Ace and also in my Instagram account, same name at Boom Shadow Ace. And I am... Um, actually making some commissioned videos now for music videos of different people. Yes, I'm actually earning after being, uh, you know, being viral with the grills, the grill song, like doing the deer and the, you know, that kind of shadow stuff. Many of uh, indoor, uh, many of uh, like companies and, uh, you know, artists, uh, rappers contacted me. And, uh, you know, I made a lot of videos for them. And it's actually really great because they are really generous. I want to thank Philip so much for joining us. If you want to connect with him, we have linked to him on our social media accounts. We're profoundly pointless on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And we have also included his information in the episode description. His TikTok, like when you see this shadow art, It's amazing. Real quick, before we get to the pointless part of the show, over the next couple of weeks and months, we're going to be incorporating some other podcasts into the show. These are shows that we think are really cool, and this is part of an overall effort on our part to try to grow the show. Look, I I don't like it when people try to just force stuff upon me. So we're only going to be working with some podcasts and podcasters that we really think are worth your time. 
we're not going to do something just to do it. So we're going to only work with people and introduce you to new podcasts and have promos from different podcasts, but only the ones that we actually think are interesting. So I really appreciate everybody's support. We're trying to grow the show so we can really keep this going. Okay, now let's bring in John Shull and get to the pointless part of the show. Has anybody ever actively tried to discourage you from something that you wanted to do? Like, have people in your life generally been encouraging or discouraging? I'm, I'll say encouraging. However, probably the person that, that, I, that I wanted to be encouraging the most was probably the most, he'll, he'll say realistic, uh, but it's probably the m- more pessimistic. And that, that would be my father. Yeah, I think everybody's father, though, plays that kind of a role. I'm not hating on my, you know, I don't want, I don't want uh, people to think that I'm, I'm talking ill about my father, but you know, I think especially as a young man, you know, you strive uh, to, to please, you know, and especially I think your father, I think you bear a little burden as a young man to try to please your father. I would agree with that. And I would say that I have the similar sentiments, right? But I think that pretty much most men would say that. Because dad's job is kind of to like, all right, let's be realistic and let's steer the ship a little bit here, right? And I think that young men take that as being discouraged when maybe dad is really just trying to look out for your best interests. So as a dad yourself, would you say, I mean, I know your kids are younger or both of our kids are younger, but are you already finding yourself uh, in that kind of frame of mind? even with your young children. No, but only because I have act not so far, right? Like it may come later on in life because I'm a big believer that a lot of the times older generations, when they kind of say stuff about what kids are doing or their music, it's not that it's bad. It's just that you don't understand it, right? Like 20 years ago, there was probably some parent discouraging his kid from going into video games. And now, well, yeah, that's a pretty good idea to go into video games. Right, yeah, you don't know what the next big thing is, so I've learned that lesson. I don't think a lot of people, parents, necessarily do. Yeah, you know, and I also think you have it a little better because you have boys, so I feel like you already connect. Imagine me; I have two girls. I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. So, how do you parent girls when you have no idea what you're supposed to be doing? I mean, I've never even, you know, I, I, I have no idea. I can tell you. There's a lot of emotion. Yeah, I, I've learned a lot of patience, uh, but that, that's really been it, I'd say. I think I would just listen. That's the only thing that I would know how to do. Like, oh, uh, well. You, no. you would just listen? I don't believe that. I don't take that approach with men, but I take that approach with women because that's what really, like, they don't want you to solve your problems, man. Just listen to what they have to say. You don't even have to pay attention. Just pretend that you are listening. I mean, that's what I do with my wife. Like, I just look and nod every couple of seconds, and she knows I'm not listening, but. The whole thing's fine. That's why probably dads do that to their kids. Like, boys need to be set straight, and that's not the way that you handle it for everybody. Have you ever had somebody, though, randomly say something encouraging to you that changed your life? Like a small comment that you would say changed the way that you were going to do something? Not, not, uh, how do I say this? Not, like, personally. Not, like, somebody on the streets. Uh, But there's been a couple of speeches and things that I've listened to where I feel like the person is talking to me and I've, it's kind of, you know, helped, helped 
guide me or, or gear me towards certain decisions in my life. Were these wrestling speeches, these wrestling promos cut by Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, one is the Jimmy V speech, you know, don't give up, don't ever give up, uh, as he was like knowing he was going to be dead within a couple of months from cancer. That's one of them. Give me one more, then we'll decide whether or not people care. <laughs> uh, I mean, it gets pretty bad after that, so I'm not... Uh, Just come on, right. what's the next one? Because now it's something lame and you don't want to say it. I mean, the Ro- the Rocky speech in the new Rocky, you know, where, where he's talking to his son, uh, and it, you know his son's begging him not to fight, not to embarrass himself and his family, and... Uh, you know, Rocky pretty much just lays it all out, you know. and I mean, That's uh, a good speech. Didn't I send yeah. you? Oh. I think I sent you that speech when you were having like a down moment. I was like, hey, man, listen <laughs> to this. And you'll be better again. The, the Al Pacino speech from any given Sunday is really good, mm. you know. Do you want to hear mine? Like a random act of encouragement? Sure. Uh, I basically went into news because I was drunkenly narrating a booze cruise video and my friend's mom saw it and was like, you should go into news. And that's the whole reason. Why, uh, why did I think it would be so much less than that? That's exactly what I think would have gotten you into your profession for the first decade of your adult life. Well, nobody, I don't think had ever told me like, Hey, you should try doing this before. I think people need to be more encouraging of each other because you never know like who you're going to have an impact on. I don't think most people growing up ever get like, hey, man, maybe you should try this. You get told what not to do a lot, but not what you can do. I mean, I, I feel like you're being serious and I'm not entirely sure how to take that. But I I, I do agree with you that, that I think uh, positivity, the power of positivity, it goes a long way. Right. You gonna get the shout-outs right this time? You gonna fuck them all up again? Well, I was feeling pretty good till you just put me <laughs> on the spot. Now I'm gonna fuck them all. I up know. Again. Um, I did that on purpose. Do you feel like yeah. okay? We have occasionally get some comments that we are too mean to each other. Do you feel like we are too mean to each other, or do people not fully understand our friendship? Like. Like we're both mean to you. like I mean to you or is it you mean to me? I would probably say sixty forty. I would say I get most of the you're being mean to him, but not by that much, not by as much as you would think. Actually, I would think that I would get a lot more. But every once in a while, he'd be like, "Man, John was mean to you." I I would say that uh, in this podcast, I could see how it comes across. I mean, you were a little harsh, a little brash a few years ago, but. Uh, that probably, you know, I like to think of it as you were like the coach. You know, you're the leader of the team, and you saw what potential I had in me, and you were just trying to get it out of me. Motivation, right. Mo- motivation by, you know, uh, ripping everything I had to say for 40 minutes. Yeah, I think that some people are motivated by encouragement, and some people are mur- motivated by critiques. It's tough to tell which one it's going to be. Uh, let's start off here with Sean Howard. Jacob Curt, uh, Curtis, uh, who has a fantastic uh, handle, by the way. Baby Huey 81. Love that. Respect that. Uh, Rosario Asier. Uh, Bob Hammett. Nate G. Uh, Benny the Bougie Cowboy. Logan Payne. Matthew Greenbird, who might have one of the longest handles I've ever seen, uh, coming in at about 19 characters. Uh, Ryan Stark. Well, what is and it? Mark 
Flores. What's his? Uh, Math- Matthew Greenberg is his name. So Matthew Greenberg, which is already pretty long. And then the numbers, 732-341. Okay. All right. You going to tell people about your big plan or you got, or have you given up already? No, we're not, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. sorry, sorry. I, st- I still have to do a couple of uh, bangers first. Okay. All right. Um, if you're going to play one kind of Mario video game for a night, which one are you picking? Mario Party, Mario Kart, or Mario Golf? How long? How I need to know how long and how many people because my answer will change depending on that, right? Like Mario Golf, if you're around people that you don't really like that much or any golf game, like you could be there for a little while, right? Like my attention spans, like oh man, we're still playing this. Like I lost interest after about hole twelve. Can we just quit? That's why I would actually say Mario Kart is probably the best. Because you can win with no skill. The person with a lot of skill usually gets screwed by the computer. And then Mario Party is just kind of like, oh, that was, I'm not, that was I'm not sure I could have been fun. I'm not sure I can agree with you on that, man. I think Mario Party is probably the, the most fun game. Mario Kart's probably the best game to play alone. And Mario Golf is just, it's it's okay. I like to play Mario Kart with other people as long as I'm better than them. <laughs> so basically with your children? And my wife. She's terrible at Mario Kart. Plays it all the time. Somehow just not good. I don't understand that. Like, why aren't you better at this? Maybe next episode you could do like an expose and figure out why. Why aren't you like good at Mario Kart? Do you know what I found myself watching on YouTube for 50 minutes? The history of Mario Kart speedruns. Oh. Yeah, it's actually surprisingly more interesting. I mean, it's probably competitive, right? I'm sure it's like a thing Oh, it's a big speed run's a big deal. Um, Okay, where do you get sucked into like a black hole the most or a rabbit hole or whatever? Uh, TV shows, YouTube, Reddit, or Wikipedia? I don't want to answer this because I know what you're going to say. I'd probably say Wikipedia because I'll get on, I'll be doing research for something and then you know, it's it's th- those those clickable links within the information itself will just lead you to oh, things yeah. that you never thought you'd do. You know, yeah, very smart. Yeah, Fun. true story. Wikipedia is probably the only website that I give money to. How much do you give? You actually give money to them? I do. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I mean, I, I usually wait till they have the pop ups. You know, and they're like, "Hey, uh, donation of two bucks will keep us running." Blah blah blah. If we get so many, so. I, I try to double that at least, so I, I think I gave 10 bucks the last time. That's the only website I would say that I've ever actually thought of giving money to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, it just uh, think about how much you used Wikipedia, uh, and basically just because the internet, it's, it's so easily accessible. I mean, if this was 25 years ago, you'd have to go to the library. You'd have to tell lies and have people believe that witches are real. You and I are of this age, which is our real, by the way. Right. Okay. There's real life witches around. No, Maybe witches they don't have real. the witch powers, but they think they're witches. They believe in being witches. Right. That's what witches they want to do. That's their. You know, who knows, man? You never know what's going to be happening. Uh, now I lost track of what I was going to ask you. No. First off, witches are not. Real. Witches are real. They're not real. They're real Sorry. people who are consider themselves to be witches. Okay. Yes. Sure. People might think they're witches, but. 
the act of being a witch is not real. You cannot cast a spell on somebody. I mean, you can. It just doesn't mean it's gonna. It doesn't mean it's gonna work. But you can cast a spell. Like, what defines the witch? That it works, or that they cast the spell? I totally do. I, as soon as I said that, I yeah, was like, "Yeah, you trapped yourself." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, be a witch. Dress up as a witch. Call yourself the witch doctor, Doctor Ed. I don't care. But w- witches are not real creatures. How about that? I'll say that witches are not real creatures. I would just disagree with you, right? It's a mindset. Like, you can be a witch if you want to be a witch. Why not? Yeah, okay. Once again, I, don't, I feel like you're not listening or you're just trying to get me going here. You can be a witch. That's fine. But real, like, the act of witches is not real. Well, listen, man. Some people say a spell. What's the difference between a spell and a prayer? Bon Jovi? I don't know. What is is that his song? Wing in a prayer? Actually, actually, okay. I need I need to branch off for for one second, and I I apologize for this. So if you watch Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown plays Eleven, right? Right. She is dating Bon Jovi's son. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, talk, I mean, talk about a mistake, you know? Why is that a mistake, Bon Jovi? What's wrong with Bon Jovi? He's got some good job. You don't know what what's okay. Well, you don't know what Bon Jovi's son is doing. He like he's rich and probably gonna inherit the Jovi fortune. It's it's pretty fascinating. Hold on. Please be like Edward Stinkman or Edward Stickle or something. What's his real name? His real name is John Francis Bon Jovi Jr. But Bon Jovi is spelled all consecutively B O N G I O V I. Okay. I can't, my head is starting to hurt. Between this and the witch's conversation. John, or Jacob Hurley Bon Jovi is the one dating Al from uh, Jacob bon Jovi? Stranger Things. JBJ? Yeah, I mean, come on, Millie Bobby Brown. By the way, if you have not seen Stranger Things season four, it uh, it's a little dark. It's a little scary. I don't think you'd like it. A little too much for me, honestly. Like, I had to walk into yeah. the kitchen pretend to do stuff while my wife watched it because it was too scary for me at parts yeah i mean it's it bore it, it borderlines like a, a horror movie it's it's quite scary yeah they got up there okay you go you got up there you got a haircut mm, a couple weeks ago you want to hear what i did the other day like an idiot uh, begrudgingly uh so you know how i told you that me and my wife do our laundry together yeah well, one of us uh, left a pen mm. in, in pants or something, and it exploded, ruining multiple work outfits. Work outfits or workout fits? No, no, work outfits. Do you refer to your clothing as an outfit? They're style bender? I mean, I also wear blue jeans. Do you really say, like, what outfit I'm going to wear today? Uh, yeah, I'm, well, I mean, yeah, probably. I don't, once again, I don't think it's a, it's like living on a cul-de-sac, which you still haven't owned up to. I don't think it's that awkward to say, or that abnormal to, to refer to. No, I just have never heard, like, a grown man say, what outfit am I gonna wear today? Time to lay out my outfit. It's not the problem <laughs> I, that you say it, it's that, like, look, you're not stylish enough to be saying that. It's not that 
right? Like you gotta you gotta have like belts that match your shoes or something like that, right? I'm just gonna sit here and drink my beer while you keep rambling. I'm just saying, if you're gonna label things as outfits, you need to be a little more stylish. Okay. Yeah, I've never claimed to be stylish. That's the thing. I know I'm not. Right, then just say my clothes. Don't try to class it up. Don't try to be don't stop trying to be something stop trying to pretend to be something you're not, man. Just be you. It's okay. I'm, I'm not <laughs> I should <laughs> God Anyways, my, my second question was I was gonna ask you uh, say, say you go out to a, a nice restaurant with the wife for uh, an anniversary or something, some kind of an occasion dinner. Okay. Okay. What is, what is going to be the max amount that you would want to spend on a meal for yourself, for one person? I don't know. Oh, for me, just for me or for the couple? Just for you. I couldn't. Like drinks our, included? Our, like, no drinks included. I, we're just going food right now. No drinks. I don't know if I've ever got an entree over $20, and I don't think that I ever will. Okay. I can't do it. So, I mean, what what are you eating off of uh, the, the kids' menu? I went to a really nice steak one time, restaurant one time with um, like a business thing, and I got a hamburger. <laughs> I do <laughs> – you know, it is kind of funny you say that because, I mean, I've been out with, with uh, you know, for work functions, whatever, and you always have the people that, you know, you can tell they're just cheap. People are getting steaks, they're getting nice chicken, and then there's a person that's like, I'll, I'll just have the nachos. I'll just have the, you know, the, the corn dog and, you know, whatever. Nachos sound incredible. I'd rather have nachos than a steak any day. Any day. I can't actually even think of what the alternative would be for me not to choose nachos. Maybe nachos and pizza. Like, would you rather have nachos or a pizza? Then I'm like, hmm. But anything else, the answer is nachos before you get that second word out of your mouth. I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna say it. It's fine. I, I'm not hating on on pizza. I'm not hating on nachos. But I, I think there is a there, there is a place at the very top for a fantastically done piece of meat. How much are you going to spend then on yourself? What's the most you've ever spent at a dinner? On yourself or with your wife, whatever. One or two Oof. people, what's the most you've ever spent? I mean, uh, this was one time, so I don't want people to think that I have money bags over here. But uh, Valentine's Day, six or seven years ago, we spent probably almost three hundred dollars the two of us that's it was a it was at a very nice steakhouse everything was a la carte and uh like i said i don't think i'd do it again because you know once again it's a la carte so you get like the brussels sprouts that are 25 dollars, but you only get like six of them I, and they're not even very good i don't actually know what that means a la carte it means like every everything is individually priced so huh. Do you realize that you could have potentially gotten at least 300 Taco Bell tacos for that? Not for 300, not anymore. I don't think I've ever crossed 150, even with like four people. I mean, listen, like I said, it was one time we didn't have kids. You know, we were only renting at the time. We weren't, you know. Yeah, well, if you're you're spending $300 on a meal, you're going to be renting for a long time. (laughs) I, I own a house, or I bought a house. Might be falling down, but it's here. And it's still yours, man. Are you are you ready to showcase uh, the the trial run of this thing that you're going to completely butcher? Sure. So I've I've 
I've been struggling with current events. I'll admit it. Uh, the world is not that great. It's not that fun of a place right now. Uh, there's a lot of nasty things going on. So I had this idea maybe to try something new. So we, we would let you all decide what we talked about or what I brought up so Nick could, could butcher or I could butcher. Uh, so, you know, it, it was on Twitter this week. Didn't get very many votes, but it's the first one. So hopefully it's all right. You know, right. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the the options this week uh, that y- yours truly picked, uh, if, if I can bring it up, of course. Uh, so we, uh, I had Anne uh, Hetch p- uh, passing away, which of course is sad. But is it Anne Hetch or Anne Hache? <laughs> it's probably Hache. I think it is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, R.I.P. Um, uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson split because God knows everyone wants to hear you talk about that. Uh, the last TV show we watched, or the winner this week, uh, which was the Wayne Gretzky gum lie lawsuit, which. Uh, I'll give a quick paraphrase here of what it basically is. But Wayne Gretzky, I'm sure they know who he is. But he's one of the greatest hockey players of all time. Uh, so anyway, so uh, as we all know, weight scams are not a new – or weight loss scams are not a new thing, right? Uh, scam artists have been using weight loss advertising for years. Uh, however, a recent incident related to Wayne Gretzky is uh, is something kind of crazy. Wayne Gretzky is being sued for $10 million Damn. for alleged, allegedly – lying about weight loss during his professional career, saying he did this to lose weight and stay healthy during the season. Do you have, you're right. It's chewing gum. Well, guess what? A bunch of people decided recently for whatever reason to basically just start chewing gum to lose weight. Guess what didn't happen? They didn't lose weight. Did they actually get really muscular jaws? uh, I think two of them lost some teeth because (laughs) of all the gum they were chewing. Uh, so now they've taken it upon themselves to sue Wayne Gretzky and uh, basically, you know, uh, saying that he lied and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, you know, it's just this whole incredible, st- stupid thing where, once again, I think people uh, don't think before they do things. Wayne Gretzky probably did chew gum. He probably was asked in an interview back in 1992, like, hey, how are you staying in shape? And he probably was like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I chew gum every game, blah, blah, blah. And some, somewhere, some way, 25 years later, people have turned that into a weight loss routine that's hurting, hurting people. Well, I mean, you would have to – okay, some clarification on this lawsuit because the big one that always jumps out and maybe our audience isn't old enough for this but there used to be the McDonald's lawsuit where like woman sues McDonald's over a cup of coffee because it was hot right and that was kind of derided as like wow this woman is so stupid but it is a legal strategy to basically try to make lawsuits seem incredibly frivolous when they are not. So like the real story behind that lawsuit is that Mike is that McDonald's was heating their coffee to 190 degrees and then giving it to people. Like that's a fucking problem. So they shouldn't have been doing that. So is the lawsuit really about gum or is it like Wayne Gretzky claimed that he was going to do this and I gave him all my money and he didn't do it? Or is it I was stupid enough to think that Wayne Gretzky chewing gum is why he was a professional athlete and lost weight? The person that's suing Wayne Gretzky says that Gretzky lied about losing 35 pounds after chewing OMG gum, the product which was originally designed as a quick and easy weight loss method. However, the plaintiff believes that Gretzky only said he lost 35 pounds 
uh, to help with the advertising of the product and that it never, he never lost weight while chewing it during the season, uh, after the season, any. So basically, Wayne Gretzky went on, he did what celebrities do, probably. He advertised a product that doesn't work, or if it does work, it didn't work for him. And now some guy's pissed that he didn't lose weight while while chewing gum that Wayne Gretzky did, and now he's suing him for $10 million. I hope he wins so that celebrities will stop pumping out stupid shit. So I hope he wins and gets twenty million. That's what I think. Well, I, Wayne Gretzky gave a pretty a pretty narcissistic quote, uh, basically, and I'm paraphrasing, basically saying that you know I I have such a net worth that ten million dollars, whether I win or lose, isn't really going to break the bank. <laughs> well, then I feel like he should definitely lose now. So I hope Wayne Gretzky loses his lawsuit. Anyway, so so that, that's kind of maybe maybe we'll do this again next week. I don't know. It was it was kind of interesting. If you know. Check us out, Twitter, Foundly Pointless. Uh, you know, we're all around. We're everywhere. Look, John's pretty fired up about this. He wants to do more. He's pretty excited about it. He put this thing out. So it's going to last for at least the next week. All right, are you ready for our top five? <laughs> I don't really even know what our top five is, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, our top five is top five worst vegetables. What do you got? What's your number five? Uh... So I went uh, – I don't know how the approach you took to this, but my approach is basically vegetables that I don't like. So it's not that – Yeah, that's what worse they're means. the worst or blah, 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 whatever. Uh, my number five is eggplant. Mmm. I have eggplant in a different place on my list. I agree with eggplant. Okay. My number five is cabbage. Like don't pretend to be lettuce. I don't appreciate <laughs> that. Okay. Um I have like a cousin of of cabbage on, on my list a little further up, so I'll, I'll refrain until then. Yeah, wait, what's a cat? Okay, well I'll just wait. I don't know what a cut. Co- I don't even know what it could be. What's your number four then? Uh, broccoli. So here here's my reasoning. Broccoli can taste great if if it's doused in butter or or seasonings. Broccoli is always it's just always too big. It doesn't taste that great. If I'm going to eat something green and, and leafy or, or hearty, it's definitely not going to be broccoli. And broccoli has a couple of things going against it. It makes your piss smell bad, makes your breath smell bad, you know, your farts smell horrendous. It's just... I thought that was... It, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not a good vegetable. It's not a good vegetable. I would make an argument that broccoli is one of the best vegetables. My number four is asparagus. Wasted everybody's time just a waste of everybody's time i i like asparagus i I think asparagus is good yeah you would i thought it wait a minute broccoli makes your pee smell i thought that was a asparagus that makes your pee smell asparagus does too i I think that's the more notoriously known vegetable is that one to make your pee smell bad do you usually smell your pee that much as a person with no sense of smell i am asking a legitimate legitimate question do you smell your pee uh, not on purpose, but I mean, if you're in the John and you, you're taking a piss, it's going to smell. I mean, so you get a little whiff of it. So every time you pee, you smell that? I mean, if you eat it, yes. You're eating your I pee? I don't eat a lot of broccoli. Don't eat a lot of broccoli. No, but your so. pee by itself. Like if you're just peeing and you haven't had broccoli or asparagus, just a normal day, you can smell your pee? ish yeah i mean if if you don't have a lot of water if you're if you're dehydrated or if you had some coffee or something yeah you can 
Hmm. You usually smell. Interesting. Smell it. Yeah, I would imagine you can always smell your poop. Yeah, you can always smell your poop. Usually. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. What's your number three? This one went off uh, uh, the rails. Uh, probably the most disgusting kind of beans ever: lima beans. Oh yeah. Yeah, just, just gross. The worst kind of bean. I actually forgot about lima beans, but that's way up there. Yeah, way up there. What a waste. Yeah, I can't even think of any other bean that even compares to the lima bean in terms of just like gross. Yeah, it's, it's just gross. I They're green and they're big and they don't taste like really much. Yeah, gross. Jelly bean is probably the best tasting kind of bean. You going refried or you going what kind of beans are you gonna get? I mean, re- refried is good. <laughs> refried um, is the best. Chili beans are are fantastic as well. My number three is squash. Just okay. Uh... It's just not sweet potato, right? Like I always like, oh, squash. It's gonna be like a sweet potato, and then you actually taste it, and it's nothing like a sweet potato. Um. Hmm. Yeah. I wanted to include them on my top five. I did, but my my number two and three are my or my I'm sorry, my number two and one. My number one's probably gonna piss you off. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's gonna piss you off. Uh, my number two though is zucchini. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about it's zucchini too. Mushy and it's soft. It's just it's not good. Not good. I I think my overall trend is vegetables that look like other vegetables but aren't as good right like cabbage is bad compared to lettuce and then you've got squash and sweet potatoes and you've got zucchini and cucumbers right like they're all like the knockoff versions of the vegetables are the grossest ones (laughs) it's like the ones that probably shouldn't have been commercialized but they were right somebody just left that one in the ground my number two is eggplant the only thing that keeps it from being my number one is that it's a funny emoji Otherwise, eggplant would be my number one. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of went over a couple of reasons. I mean, it's big. It's squishy again. It's just, yeah. Like, when's the last time you ever ate something with eggplant? Never. Or ate an eggplant. Yeah, never. Like, just ate. I don't know if I've ever really, besides a carrot and a cucumber, just eaten vegetables by itself. Like, you know what? I'm just going to have this vegetable by itself. That's going to be good. Just give me this radish <laughs> so I can eat it. Would, would would you agree that ranch is probably the most universal dip for vegetables? Yeah. I think it should be blue cheese. Now, I would take blue cheese over ranch, but ranch is the most – ranch is the most one. What's your number one? Uh, all right. Completely personal. I'll probably get called a dummy for this. That's fine, but it's tomatoes. Isn't tomato a fruit? thought it was a vegetable it is not it's a fruit Uh-oh. brother uh-oh god damn it john <laughs> is it really yeah dude tomatoes a fruit then why is like v8 splash uh or v8 juice tomato based for the same reason that we got wayne gretzky selling weight loss gum companies lie to you man why would it be tomato anyway you like ketchup right salsa all that stuff's from that's, tomato. That's different, but I'm not eating a tomato by itself. Now, never. I, I will agree with you there. I would never eat a tomato. I like tomatoes on things and in things, but I would never just eat a tomato by itself. 
It shouldn't take us this long to find out if tomato is a fruit. Tomatoes are botanically defined as fruits because they are they form uh, they form from a flower and contain seeds, even though nutritionists view them as a vegetable. So, yeah, I guess scientifically they're a tomato. Um, well, yeah, a tomato yeah. is scientifically a tomato. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, scientifically they're a fruit. I agree with you because the thing that I found said that the same basic thing, but that means that tomatoes, squash, pumpkins, cucumbers, peppers, eggplants, corn, kernels, and bean and pea pods are also all fruit. So, like, I don't consider those to be. So I agree with you that tomato is a vegetable in my mind. My number one is a beet. Ooh, see, I love beets. You do? Love beets, man. You... You get some feta cheese, some oh, goat cheese God. on a beet. Fucking three hundred dollar oh, dinner over here with your a la carte beet. <laughs> beet, especially a ripe beet. Mm, you can't beat it. <laughs> See what I did there? This is the last episode. Well, what's in your honorable mention? Exactly. Uh let's see. Uh, kale. Yeah, for the simple Arug- fact that people keep talking about it. Yeah, arugula, kale, arugula. That all oh, that grief, griefy, <laughs> uh, leafy green shit uh basically any kind of squash yeah especially the one that looks like a penis i can't remember if that's an acorn squash or uh penis or squash wang squash spaghetti squash spaghetti squash um, i believe actually because my wife gets it and like makes spaghetti out of it and i was damn near got divorced like don't lie to me about what something is <laughs> give me my bertoli noodles what Never mind. It's a it's a brand. Anyway, okay. what's in your honorable mention? Cauliflower. Again, I don't yeah. like I don't like food that pretends to be other food, right? Like broccoli is fine. I don't need cauliflower. Nobody needs cauliflower. Get it out of here. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's broccoli. It's yeah, it's just a white version of broccoli. Yeah. I could do any of those fruits. That, those ones that you mentioned, I thought those were all pretty good. Like zucchini's gross. Pretty much all vegetables, really. I don't really... Part- I, I would never be like, aside from corn and sweet potatoes and potatoes, I would never be like, ooh, we're having vegetables tonight? Sweet. problem is, is a vegetable on its own is not very good, but a vegetable with things... like It's like we were talking about earlier. A good piece of meat should be able to stand up on its own and not have anything to make it better. Name me one vegetable that can just be consumed on its own that doesn't need to be like a tomato needs to be on a, a hamburger usually, or you know kale needs to be in a salad, especially with lettuce. Corn on the cob. So, see, and I would agree with you, but that's like one instance. And that's right? probably well. I could go corn on the cob, carrot, and cucumber. See, I wouldn't even include cucumber because cucumber needs ranch. When's the last time you just ate a cucumber? Probably like last week because my kids eat cucumbers. By, just by itself, with no, with no. I'm problem. not wasting food. I bought the damn thing. Somebody's gonna eat it. Okay, that's gonna go ahead and do it for this episode of Profoundly Pointless. I want to thank you so much for joining us. If you get a chance, like, download, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. What do you think of the shadow art? What are some of the worst vest- vegetables for you? I don't understand how John likes asparagus. To me, that stuff is just awful just like beets apparently the man loves beets though 